0: and welcome back to the who says podcast my name is deanna and as always i'm joined by the amazing jennifer and tatiana hi ladies oh hello hello thanks for joining us today everyone we are going to be talking about a series of self-care episodes with this first one being all about you guessed it the topic of the year is all about boundaries and you can say please stop i don't like that i'm feeling uncomfortable i need more space not around me don't take it personally that's just a boundary that's a boundary." this song (laughs) has just appeared in our lives and we are in our 30s and 40s hey better late than never right and it is a song about boundaries and as you heard the words it is all about setting limits for what feels right for you and how you can go about sharing your boundaries with other folks. So we will drop a link to that song in in our description so that you can actually listen to the whole thing because it's pretty darn cute. Thank you, Tatiana, for sharing that with us. I love it. Let's talk about boundaries. Like, what really is a boundary? As I'm discovering this in 2023. It's kind of been the topic of my whole year so far. It first showed up actually on a work call, actually at work too. And I just felt like taken advantage of, and I just didn't know why. Um, I actually started working with a therapist. She had said to me, well, Deanna, you don't have any boundaries set. Do you actually take a lunch break? Do you take time for yourself during the day? What do you do when you get stressed out when you're at work and feel like you have to answer emails immediately or stay on uh, online? And this is just a work example. This can be related to any part of your life. And the more I was listening to my therapist explain what boundaries were and what examples of boundaries, boundary setting was and how people can take advantage of, of it. Um, Not even knowing that they do, it just happens because we don't have our own boundaries set and communicated with others. So I was like, wow, I need to really look into this. So as I started Googling and then, of course, sharing with the ladies on our call, I was like, we really need to talk about this. And then, of course, Tatiana was like, there's this really cute song. And I'm like, why wasn't this in my life when I was five years old? Because I feel like we could have been setting boundaries from a very young age. Hey, but like I said earlier, better late than never. So what is a boundary? I will share with you what I found. A boundary is an imaginary line that separates me from you. It separates your physical space, your feelings, needs, and responsibilities from others. Your boundaries also tell other people how they can treat you, what's acceptable and what isn't. And without boundaries, people may take advantage of you because you haven't set limits about how you expect to be treated. Boundaries allow you to be your true self. You can think of a boundary as a property line. So I was like, wow, I need this in my life. I need more of this. So then I'm like, okay, well, how do I set a boundary? Where in my life do I set boundaries? Because obviously it's very clear at work what I need to do for myself, for for my boundaries, taking lunch break, taking time for myself, actually stopping work at 4, 4.30, and communicating that, like actually putting that on my calendar and communicating that, I've worked my eight hours. Here it is. I started to implement this, and it just kind of like spread. So my boss started to see that I was setting limits and setting boundaries. He started to do the same thing, and I was so I I, I was so excited. I get I go back into my therapist like the two weeks later, and I was like. My boss is doing it too. Is that just like weird? Or do you think that it's like, she's like, no, it's, it's definitely because of you. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really having an impact, like a good impact. So I was like, okay, well, you know, what other boundaries like do I need to set? Where else am I feeling a little uneasy? I go back to researching more about boundaries and, you know, just to let everybody know it's your physical space, your feelings, your needs. So like physical boundaries, there's emotional boundaries, as the song said, there's intellectual boundaries, there's material boundaries. So like all this stuff I'm finding out online, I'm like, wow, this, is, this could go really deep. And I'm curious to hear what you ladies are discovering and maybe have discovered with boundary setting. I'm excited to hear this gold. I
1: could probably talk about boundaries and boundary setting all day, mainly because I am historically terrible at setting boundaries myself, shocker. Mm. And just recently having having had the adorable boundary song um, pop up on my newsfeed recently, just had me cracking up, first of all. Second of all, it's, it's funny that it's made for kids because it's probably easier to start young. <laughs> uh, trying to yes. set boundaries as a non-youth is exhausting. I find that it's easier to see how hard it is with work scenarios because that's something where it's very easy to set a boundary that gets overstepped and then you can have a record of it, right? Like for me, I'm notorious for overworking past my my 4.30 timeline. It's really easy to tell when I miss that boundary, right? Because I'll be working and it's like five, six, seven o'clock at night. So it's really easy to gauge, but it's a little harder when it's things like your family members or if you have a friend who only comes to you to complain and... You notice that every time you're around them, your mood goes down, that type of scenario. So I think that this topic, again, I could talk about it all day, but I do love that you brought it up from a work perspective because that is, I think, the first place I put in a boundary, thanks to my boyfriend. He was not having this late night business. He's like, if you work until eight, when am I ever going to hang out with you? You only owe them eight hours a day, even though you're salaried, like you, you don't owe them your whole time. Work will always be there. There's a saying that goes around that your, your job posting, if you passed, your job posting would be up before your obituary.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: really take the time to focus on you. We're doing self-care stuff. Really make sure that you yourself are taken care of, your personal relationships are taken care of because that job is a job. It's a way to find money. I'm not saying you don't have to be passionate about it. I love what I do most of the time. The boundary is really important because at the end of the day, I want to be able to spend time with my family. I want to spend time with my boyfriend. I want to spend time with my friends. And if I'm working eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 hours a day, you know, when do I get to focus on me and what I'm doing? But I did put in a hard boundary at work about not working. Even if I'm working over hours these days, usually I don't communicate that I'm doing it. It'll be very incognito. If I do work over hours or if there is something that's pressing, I'll you know, communicate my willingness to meet the deadline. And because I have set the boundary up front, more often than not, they'll say, Oh no, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Go enjoy your time. We'll take care of it. Cause I'm not, you know, I'm not a cardiothoracic surgeon. I'm not a I'm not saving lives over here with what I do. Um, you know, so nothing at my job in particular is life or death. So whatever it is can definitely wait a couple of days for me to take care of myself and go on vacation or Just get a couple mental health days in, whatever that looks like. So I'm glad you put those boundaries in. I put those boundaries in. It's so nice to know that I don't have to worry about emails that come in after. And it's been a mental challenge. Uh it's been a struggle not to be like, let me just open my
0: laptop while I'm on vacation. Let me just let me just take a peek at those emails, you know? It's easy because I know that the people that I work with closely don't have boundaries either. So me setting the boundary was hard because they don't have boundaries. So they're like confused. Why is Deanna not working until whenever we need her? Or why is she idle for lunchtime? Why does she have her out of office, you know, like we'll be back eating lunch. Like this is not normal Uh, because they don't have them eat. They don't have that either. So me setting that standard also showed them that they can do it too. Which yes. Really cool.
1: So important. I was going to say how I learned to start setting up boundaries is I used to report directly to the I can't remember if he was the vice president and then was promoted to president or what of the company I worked for previously. And it wasn't until I saw him taking his full 30-minute break in the break room, sitting down, eating lunch. He was just reading a newspaper. He wasn't on his phone. He wasn't on his laptop. He was sitting down eating his lunch. And I just remember looking at him and I'm like, if he has the time to sit down and eat lunch in the middle of the day, I for sure have time to, in the middle of the day, go to a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment. I can definitely go get something to eat in the middle of the day. If that man who's as important as he is can go do it, so it works the same way, like what you were saying, Deanna, in your case, it was the opposite. But for me, that really allowed me the space and the freedom to say, oh, shoot, well, if he's going to do it, I for sure can go, you know, because my doctor bills, my dentist stuff, like my teeth will still be with me when I leave this job. And these are like the that's like the bare minimum. You know, I have friends who are who will go on a target run and get their errands done in the middle of the day or, you know, go just yeah. get a breather and go pick up some
0: flowers. Healthy so, boundaries are not selfish.
1: Right. They're not,
0: it's, they're, it's taking care of yourself so that you can actually, you can go to work. You know, you need to be healthy to work. Yep. So, ay ay ay
2: When we were talking about this boundary song and we're all saying, we had no idea what boundaries were as a child. Um, you know, you're told, oh, so and so is visiting, go and give them a hug, give them a kiss. You're constantly being told what to do when you're young you're told how to behave, you know, what to do, what not to do you
0: back away from like giving that person a hug or kiss to your aunt, to your grandparents, to your uncle, whatever yeah, you're bad. You're at least in my case or disrespectful following the, Mm -hmm. what your mom said. You're not, you know, yeah, totally. So
2: there's no nurturing there of what, what works for you. Oh, she's not comfortable doing that right now. Right. So at least in our, situation. We don't really grow up knowing we can say no. And then, you know, there is no class in high school or college about what it is to work in the corporate world or at a job in an office. So you kind of just look around you and you assimilate. So if the culture is there's no boundaries, no emphasis on self-care, making sure, you know, like don't (laughs) overextend or whatever, well, then Everybody else is doing it. I guess this is what's expected. I'll do it. And especially if you are people pleasers, then you just, you wanna fit in. You wanna, you know, you want people to like you. So you're just gonna do what everybody else does. So to have your vice president, president of the company saying, this is important. Like that's what his action of taking lunch, leaving his desk, because so many people eat lunch in front of their computers. Like that's not actually a real break, yeah. I know we, we all do it. Let me just get a little bit more done. So I love that this song exists. So maybe we'll have the future generations will be able to feel more comfortable from a young age and just being like, this is normal. I can say what works for me, what doesn't work for me. Um, My sister is definitely already instilling that in her daughters, allowing them to be empowered and respected. It's really just allowing them to have a say. That's all it it really is. So, you know, and I guess it's letting them have a say in, in setting boundaries. I did not really even know the word. I'd heard about it, but I'd never thought about it as it related to my life. I shared about this on a previous episode, my therapist talked to me about boundaries one time when I was, I think, sharing about just feeling frustrated or upset with my mom because she was calling a bunch. And my therapist was like, you don't have to answer the call every time Like, if it doesn't work for you. And I'm like, huh? Do what? I don't That's have to choice? answer. <laughs> what? That's a choice? <laughs> what? That and that an that was my like
0: first foray <laughs> into boundaries. I remember and, you shared that and I was yeah. like, shit, that's amazing. Oh yeah. I was doing the same thing. <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah,
2: No clue. And of course I'm like, oh, my mom, there's guilt, there's like being mm-hmm. a good or all those types of things. I I didn't realize how unconscious it was. And I wouldn't say that I have great boundaries everywhere, but I definitely do have boundaries. I think the clearest ones for me are the ones that are related to work. Um, I have, you know, been vocal about just like if I am on a break, if I am on vacation, if I'm taking time off, I will create parameters around when I can be reached out to or not. Really just what works for me. And sometimes I've had to share that more than once if I'm like, okay, I was communicated with, at a really inappropriate time, like on a Sunday night by text, not even through the work channels, I've shared this request before and I will share it again, but I was very uncomfortable. Like it took me a while before I would communicate that because there's all the the concerns when you set boundaries. You know, Deanna, what you're saying is, oh, when they see that I'm idle and this, like we start to create... What are they going to think? Are they going to think I'm lazy? Oh, I'm untitled. What, oh, right. Who knows? Who knows? Totally. But it just comes down to, like, boundaries are missing in the areas of life where you're resentful, where you're stressed, where you're irritated, because you do have that sensation of being taken advantage of, but we do train others in how to treat us. And when we don't have boundaries, that's also a training, Right do whatever, whatever works for you, then I guess works for me because I haven't said otherwise.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: It's important once we realize, okay, boundaries are missing anywhere that I'm feeling taken advantage of because I haven't said anything to stop that behavior. Why do they think that they can just come to me and ask me to keep doing more and more and more? Well, because I've always just accepted the request. I've always accepted the work and said, it's not a problem. Okay. That's why. So we had to take a little bit of responsibility back first and then just say, okay, there's a boundary. There's a request. There's something, there's a line to be drawn. And I can't quite recall the full definition that you read, Deanna, but I loved it. I would like for you to send that to me because I want to see it in writing. I loved how it was, it's not just about physical space. It's about like the thoughts, the feelings, having people feel comfortable. Oh, you're sending it to me right now. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, your boundaries also tell other people. This is, this is what I was thinking of. Your boundaries also tell other people how they can treat you, what's acceptable and what isn't. I love workability. I love that word in that context because there's no connotations there where sometimes even what's acceptable and what isn't. To me, sometimes I can feel a little bit judgy or critical, mm-hmm. but it's just w- what works and what doesn't work. It doesn't work exactly. for me to not take a lunch break. It doesn't work for me to work 10 hours to be on call for you even over the weekend to not have dedicated down, you know, so it's just really identifying that. So thank you for sharing that. We'll, we'll definitely include a link to this as well, because I think it's so powerful that statement, let people kind of
0: noodle on it. So good. Yeah. And injuries allow you to be your true self. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which if you think about it, it is, it's what's workable for you. And that is who you really are. It's it's genius. I love it. Oh, that was
2: so powerful.
1: I honestly, so I love metaphors. I love a good metaphor. I love a good, you know, what they threw in here. You can think of the boundary as the property line. And I thought about it and I'm like, oh yeah, it works really well in that context because when you have a house, the property line doesn't end at the house. It doesn't end at the physical structure. That is the house. Often it'll include additional space around the corners that includes some like grassy area or some whatever. So when you think about it, like I, there is a physical space that is me. There are boundaries that you can cross there. Like, no, don't touch my hair when I don't want you to No, please don't flick me. You know, there are physical things that exist, but also emotional boundaries as well. And I love, I love that. And emotional boundaries, I think for me personally are, I'm really pretty good at like physical boundaries. Like that's like not something I have struggled with um, for a a minute, but the emotional ones, seeing where people who always come to me who are complaining or who are always draining my battery or my social energy, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I don't have to answer the phone call. I don't have to answer the text right now in this moment. I don't have to be on call. Everyone doesn't have to have access to me all the time, right? Because interestingly enough, no one is always ready for me whenever I want them. Right? People are setting boundaries with me all the time. And it used to, for me, be, mm. I used to be resentful of that. I had this amazing principal. Her name was Mrs. Cotton. And she taught us very young in kindergarten to treat others the way you want to be treated. That golden rule was my gold standard. That was how I lived my life. So I would always find myself treating people really well because I love me. I want to be treated really well. Right? So, I'm going around being this way and then I would get taken advantage of or people would play me, you know, I I would just get taken advantage of for my kindness. People would use me for their homework or whatever. It didn't used to bother me until I, you know, got wise. But thinking back, I'm like, oh, well, no, I just, I was just operating under that. Treat others the way you want to be treated. But there was a little asterisk at the end with an assumption that other people would do the same. And people don't always do that. There are plenty of people in the world. You ladies, I know for sure that you guys are treating me with, the same level of love and care that I expect for myself, if not more, right? So I can trust myself to be that way with you all. And then there are people who don't necessarily deserve that level of, of care for me and attention, right? Some boundaries need to be set up. I'm not saying you don't get to be treated well. I'm just saying you don't get full access to the all of this at all times, you know?
0: Yeah, you deserve that. You deserve to be treated the way that you treat others for sure. Um, and the way you treat yourself, as well. Like it's not selfish to put that boundary in place that you deserve that. I love some of the other, so the other stuff I was Googling and finding information about for, for boundaries, I found six steps for setting good boundaries and maintaining them. This is really, really awesome. You may be struggling with the emotional boundary setting. I may be struggling with physical boundary setting and emotional and the others like we may all be struggling with one or the other or possibly all of them because um, we didn't have that song when we were five years old. Uh, but So like for physical boundaries, this really hit me because and Tatiana, I think you might re- this might resonate with you as well. I was like physical boundaries. Okay. Like I get like my own space, but like you were saying physical boundaries and the property line doesn't always have to be like the edges. Right. So this Is this really like hit me so a healthy physical boundary might sound like I'm really tired I need to sit down now that slapped me in the face because I was like I never sit down I'm always having to do something having to be doing something if it's not working I'm usually cleaning cooking doing laundry doing something not sitting down to actually rest. And if I do sit down to rest, something pops into my head that I should be doing. And I just go and do that thing. That is from my mother who also did not have any boundaries as well because her mother didn't and her mother didn't and her, you know, it goes on and on and on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's an actual physical boundary. Like, Holy crap. That well, that like hit me in the face. I was like, wow, okay, I'm really tired. I need to sit down now. That's a boundary. Cool. That's a physical boundary. Emotional boundary could sound like, I'm so sorry you're having such a tough time right now. I'm not in a place to take in all of that information. Do you think we can come back to this conversation later? Like, Tatiana, what, like you were saying, someone is just dumping on you, unloading on you, and you're just, like, setting that boundary. Like, whoa, I, I can't. I yes. also don't have that boundary because I'm like, what is it? What can I do for you? I'm just pleased. Like, end. where I wouldn't necessarily be in that moment ready to receive all of that. Yes. <laughs> but not knowing that I could set that boundary.
1: Ma'am, 110%. And let me tell you, as someone who loves to complain myself personally, right? Like I, I'm not saying that I'm not one of these people. The boundary for me too was also when I would go to those people and complain, I'm like, oh, let me check myself because I hate it when people do that to me. I'll reach out unless I'm, it's like a crisis thing. And I'm like, I'll preface it with an asterisk saying, you don't have to listen to this right now. It's not pressing. Or this is just me venting about something. Here's this voice message. Or I'll yeah. ask, hi, do you have bandwidth for something that I'm dealing with right now? it's kind of a lot. It's really heavy or it feels heavy to me, you know? So when I was doing these, these, this looking at myself, right. And looking at how people disrespect my boundaries that didn't exist, right. <laughs> As I create them and build them, it's then looking like, okay, cool. So now that I have created a boundary, how can I help others have that boundary where previously they didn't have it with me, where I would just go to them and bleh right? That's got to be exhausting for you, or at least I perceive it that way. But some people don't. Some people want to be that for me, because I would also say that I don't want to burden people with my problems. So I'm more often, especially because I have this boundary, ready to say, oh, don't listen to that right now. It's not important. I don't want to burden you with my stuff. But there are people who are like, no, I want to be there for you. Please tell me what you're dealing with when you're dealing with it so we can deal with it together. So it's a fine line and different people have different boundaries for that. And being curious about it and asking the questions at least allows people the opportunity to share where they are on the spectrum. Like, no, I don't have the bandwidth for that. I'm also dealing with my personal stuff. I love you. I care for you. I'm sending good vibes your way. (laughs) You know, that's a full statement, a full sentence. That's a boundary with love.
2: Boundaries with love.
1: They don't all have to be with love, but boundaries with love. That's like what I'm working on instead of a cold turkey.
2: You're just like ghosting everybody. You're like, I, rather than communicating, I don't have time for this right now. You're just like, and disappear. Right. Like, Homer Simpson. Heart, into emojis, the bushes. heart emojis. But I, but I love it because the more you've learned about boundaries and saying them for yourself, you're giving the opportunity to others to say what works for them. Um, and it could be like, I don't know if this is a good time right now. I just, I wanted to share whenever you have time, again, not, not pressing, I mean, I'm glad that you don't let your concern around burdening get in the way of you sharing because that's a you thing. So I think just letting people know this isn't urgent when you have space for this in your life. If that's today, tomorrow, like that's fine. It gives people who might have a concern around, oh, I don't really have that time. Like you actually are giving them permission to create their own boundaries, whether or not they know what that is. We're just paying it forward here's what works for for me and maybe consider what works for you and
1: it's so funny so people who have boundaries like my twin is extremely both of my my sisters not the baby baby she's learning boundaries (laughs) she no she's actually pretty vocal she's got boundaries but my two other sisters they're really good at boundaries and really good at vocalizing those boundaries that I really struggle with they'll say no I don't want to talk to you about that right now or I don't actually have the bandwidth and for me it's really hard for me to say that physically I'll more just kind of say, let me change the subject to something else. I'm still working on that piece of communication. But what's really funny is my, I would say this to my twin often, Hey, when you have time, can you listen to this? Hey, this isn't pressing. Cause she's got two kiddos and she's busy and she's got a full-time PhD. Like she's doing all the things, right? I don't want to burden her with my extra stuff on top of that. But what's really funny is she responded back to me. I think the third or fourth time I started doing this and she was like, you know, I'm going to just only respond when I have time, right? Like that's my standard is when I have time, I will respond. If you don't see a response from me, it's because I didn't have time, but it's because she has boundaries already. That's like her normal standard. She's like, I don't need a preface because guess what? All of the other things, I love you. All of the other things that require my immediate attention are going to get my immediate attention. And I'm like, "Oh, oh, this whole time I've just been like frantically trying to respond to all this, all these texts when they come in and all these phone calls when they come in, when I had the option of just, I'll get to it when I get to it.
0: It's so genius. And I think you pointed to this earlier. It might've been Jennifer. I think it was, I don't remember. It's allowing the other person to choose, right? They get a choice. Like, do you have time to chat now? You're also, that's a healthy boundary for yourself and for the other person to choose yes or no. Can I give you a hug? Mm -hmm. No, or yeah, yes or no, you know? So I love it. I love it, you know when we talk about the time boundaries that's I struggle with that as well. I always want to be available for people, and that's also a boundary I need to set for myself because that's not healthy that's <laughs> not healthy it, and I, I i struggle with I struggle with that a lot, you know, just from growing up always being available like that's what we were just always taught, and I struggle with my family and Overcommitting committing and always being and doing and being available. And it's looked at as if I'm not, then I'm not part of the family or I'm being mean and no one wants to talk to me. So there's that kind of impression that it leaves. So then setting that healthy, which is a healthy boundary to set, setting it in your life, it's hard. So I struggle with that too, but you know, a healthy time boundary might sound like, um, like I was saying, do you have time to chat today? Um, I can't come to that event this weekend. I can only stay for an hour. I would love to help, but I would be over committing myself. I feel like Jennifer's really good at that. Like she's very good at the time boundary. So I, need I don't to take, know why I need to take notes from you. Cause I just, you're just so good at that. I, yeah. I
2: don't know when that happened. Um, it's been a while where I actually don't have a hard time saying no. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, no. Yeah, like, that doesn't work for me. I'm like, I love that. I was thinking of an example. Last night, I'm taking this online program. And um, at the end, we got together in our groups and it was a, a really late. This was like after 1130 at night. And um, somebody in the group just kind of the way he was talking was just like very casual. Like it, it, you could tell it was going to be a long share. It was just like, we're having a, like this open ended conversation. I'm like, it is almost midnight. This does not work. And so another person had already shared about how exhausted she was. And I'm like, what is going on? So I just basically was like, I jumped in and I go, I'm so sorry to interrupt. And it's really late. And like, that wasn't really, I said, I just wanted to pop in to meet everybody, you know? And he was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then we were like done in a minute. But I was like this, I, no, I don't, I don't care. It's just what works and for everybody because I got that everybody else is like really late at night. It's almost midnight. So I wish I could kind of pinpoint what, what sort of flipped the switch there. Um, I think I started caring more about how I felt than mm-hmm. others and i still didn't know that that was a boundary at the time but when re- requests would come up i think i started to realize how maybe overcommitted or stressed i was i think i got some clarity around that and like so, something happened this this week where an appointment had to get canceled and then a time was offered to me for like friday morning as a reschedule and i'm looking at my schedule going like I mean, I could make that work in theory, I could go and do that and I could get home and I could, should have enough time before like my first video call. And I just got, I will be so stressed out, you know, trying just to make sure like the timing and all that stuff. And I just, and I wrote back that time on Wednesday or Thursday works for me, but it just doesn't on Friday. I just got clear. I was like, that's going to cause a lot of unnecessary stress. And so rather than just taking it because it's, it's hard to get in for these appointments, rather than just taking it and being like, well, it looks like on paper I can make that work. And then today I hear that that same time is now being offered to me tomorrow because I had vocalized, listen, I could do it on these days, but Friday doesn't work. I can't forsake my schedule. I've just gotten more clarity about that, especially over the last couple of years when I've just People keep talking to me about my stress levels, you know, like around fertility and health. It's all about like manage your stress, manage your stress and feeling really frantic from moving from one thing to the next, driving places, trying to get back, trying to meet all these different scheduling things. It was making me crazy and I was feeling like resentful and upset and it was just, it was spilling over into other things. And until somebody kind of pointed that out to me, I didn't really realize because I'm like, well, if I have the time, I might as well just do it oh, that so doesn't work. So I was like, wait, let me put my peace of mind, my quality of life ahead of everything. And that's how I now evaluate opportunities. Will that actually stress me out? Will that have me feeling really busy or chaotic? Yeah, I don't have good boundaries everywhere, but around my time, I definitely have become much better. Sometimes to the point where I'm like, I should probably say yes more. <laughs> like come full no, circle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean sometimes hungry. I know. Sometimes I know my reaction is coming from antisocial place rather than a real time management place because my world has gone a little bit smaller because of COVID. So I just get very comfortable just being at home, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You will actually enjoy yourself. You just need to say yes to this. I'm pretty good at realizing where my response is coming from. Like, does it actually work or am I turtling over here in the (laughs) corner?
1: I feel like there's so much stigma around self-care, what we call self-care and how it can sometimes be selfish. I wish we could change the word for self-care to like peace management training or like how to be peaceful. You know, it's like peace training.
2: I I like it. PMT. There you go.
1: Peace management PMT. training. It's like,
2: <laughs> let's um, register that as a trademark. Let's yeah, start exactly. a training. I am Cause it's so, it's so, I really feel like that's Ooh, what peace of mind training. It could also stand you for go. peace of mind. I, I just love it freaking peace of mind in my life.
1: Yes. And when I think of things that I do regularly that are self-care things that people are like, Oh, that's so bougie. I think I've said before, I get like regular facials, I get regular massages, I get regular pedicures. These are things that for myself to feel loved on, to fill my self-care bucket that I just do regularly and I can. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody can do this. And for me, it makes me feel really fantastic when I have a fresh set of toes on, my face is all fresh and clean and my body's been all worked out. Those things to me are really important um, for my peace of mind. So it's not so much, you know, I see them as a luxury. I see them as like a necessity because they're that important. It's like meditation. It's so important to my peace to have that. And it kind of reminded me of this, this clip I heard where like, it was some Instagram thing where it was a guy, a guy talking about how, when it's a, it was a dating clip and the guy was saying, he's like, men out here who are dating think that they are competing with other men for a woman's attention, when instead what they're competing with is, is it worth her peace of mind to deal with you? That's what men are competing with, her peace of mind, not with other men. And I'm like, that's like everything. It's not even just with dating. It's with my job. Is this job worth my peace of mind? Is that situation worth my peace of mind? No. Is that drama you're about to create? No. Like you said, Jennifer, I could go get up and do that thing on Friday, but is it worth my peace of mind? Mm, no. So any men out there trying to figure it out, women trying to figure it out, anybody out there trying to figure it out, if someone's like, nah, no, I don't want to, eh, you're coming up against their peace of mind and their peace of mind is winning. So sure if, they is. Have, if they have those boundaries, right? Some people don't <laughs> are working on their boundaries and creating that, but I'm just saying, when I say no to something, I'm looking out for my peace of mind, and a lot of people can call it selfish, but you know, if you it's don't look out for healthy. you, looking out it's for you. totally
0: healthy. Everything I read about self care, it said it's healthy and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And yes, we are going to do a whole series of self care, you know, episodes so people get ready for this because we're going to be talking about being bougie and we're going to be talking about enabling and we're going to be talking about finances yes because taking care of yourself financially is self freaking care Mm -hmm. so get ready for it because it's going to be amazing one other thing i want to throw in here because this kind of was a little bit confusing to me material boundaries i was like what is this material boundaries Okay, so material boundaries refer to items and possessions like your home, car, clothing, jewelry, furniture, money, etc. It is healthy to understand what you can and cannot share and how you expect your items and materials to be treated by people you share them with. This one is huge for me too and I did not even know. Having limits on how your material items are treated is healthy and prevents resentment over time. It's healthy, so it may sound like I can't lend out my car. I'm the only person on the insurance, or we can't give any more money. We would be happy to help in any other way. Yeah. Oh, this Yo, one.
1: Like, this one right here. As as someone who has, had I knew to I knew you guys have
0: like something to say. Oh
1: my this, goodness! Yeah. I mean, as like as someone who pretty much shared a bed with my sister until she was like, married. Let me tell you all this material one, these boundaries with my material things. I've been a mine kid since I think I could say mine. (laughs) OMG. It's such, that is a journey. Let me tell you, like people coming over to my house and moving my things, just picking up stuff and looking at it. I'm like, what? I used to get livid, livid. And I never understood, boys are really like... (laughs) when I'd be dating guys, they come over to just looking at my jewelry stuff, moving everything. I'm like, no, it has no, its why? place. Why? Um, but it's funny. I'm like, where did that come from? I'm like, oh yeah, I had to share all my things. What, what things were mine, right? Like where were the boundaries? The answer was no, there were no boundaries. Everybody's was everything. And there was two of everything and it didn't matter, you know? Mm. And part of that is out of necessity. <laughs> and the other part of it is there was an impact, right? There was an impact of growing up like that where I really do enjoy my space. I really do like having my things where I put them Um, and just so, and working on, especially with my nephews being everywhere, like gotta throw that out the window because kids, boyfriends, everything, dogs, animals, be all up in your stuff. So part of (laughs) that is definitely going away now. I mean, you know, the war on dog fur, I'm just, it's going to be everywhere forever. So I'm just gonna have to deal, but yeah, that material boundary is so real and one that I am learning newly.
0: (laughs) That one hit home to me as well. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't know whether it's because my husband is an only child and never really had to like share things with people. And it was just like, everything was his thing. I'm like, where did you put the iPhone charger that was mine? And that was at my desk. Oh, it's now gone because it disappeared because he took it. So. Wow. Material boundaries. Didn't know that was a thing either. So again, (laughs) the song, we needed it really badly, but we have it now and we have it now. So what we can do is just pass it along, pass it and share it, share it to our friends, share it to our family, maybe sing it to our family when we're feeling like our boundaries have been crossed. I'm going to sing it
1: to my, I'm going to sing it to my family members next time. They're going to be like, ma'am, you are grown. And I'm like, Mm-hmm. I don't like
0: that. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I need more space. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, the more, the more we set boundaries, the more we, we recognize them. In setting boundaries, we help people show up for us. And Jennifer, I think you were alluding to this earlier, which was complete gold. And we also become better at showing up for them. And I was like, that is awesome give yourself permission to set these boundaries. It is healthy to do that. Hey, who knows? We may be struggling with all of these boundaries. I know I am. And the more we just be curious about it and do some online Google searching about what it means. Oh, and I also found a really cool workbook in my searches. And it's uh, the better boundaries workbook. I was like, yes, order on Amazon. So we might actually include a link to that as well. So we can all be practicing our boundary setting. The workbook will be right next to the song. So you can sing
1: it to yourself (laughs) and your family members as well. (laughs) (laughs) We'll give you all the tools and resources you need.
2: I love it. I think the song should be
0: our outro
2: (laughs) for this episode. I think so. Play us out.
0: We can, I can totally do that. I love it. <laughs> that's a great idea. Oh my but, gosh, perfect. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know there's more coming on self-care for the Who Says podcast. So tune in, tune in next time. Drop us a line, let us know what you'd like to hear. It doesn't have to be self-care related, but we love that topic anyway. So send us a line at Podcast at gmail.com and we will be back with y'all soon bye 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 and you can say please stop i don't like that i'm feeling uncomfortable i need more space not around me don't take it personally that's just a boundary that's a boundary
1: That's just a boundary, that's just a boundary.